hey i had a really great time i would love to do that again so give me a call back um you never did call me to let me know you got in safely so i was just checking on you all right call me back Okay, I'm very confused. We went out, we had a good time, at least I thought we had a good time, and now you dodging me, you're not answering my calls. That's real crazy to me. Call me back. Call me back. Call me back. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Save the Date podcast. This is the Healthy Dating Preservation Podcast for millennials and anybody else who might need it. We are your hosts, Imani. And Candace. Hey, we back. Hello. <laughs> that is so funny because I thought you said deed it again. No. <laughs> I said it right this time. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Pick up line of the week. You look ill. You must be suffering from a lack of vitamin D. Oh, I thought that was going somewhere totally different. And you gotta I was get your mind out to together. Like, <laughs> you gotta get your mind I was about to be like, Candace, why do you keep giving us these inappropriate <laughs> <laughs> Pick up line. That's cute though. Vitamin me. Vitamin me. I'm surprised it came out so smooth. I feel like I usually mess up all the pickup lines. So you must be. But hey, y'all, we miss y'all. Thanks for everybody who's been reaching out in the meantime and saying that they liked our uh, show and stuff. Yes. So many people are like, oh, I love this episode. Like even people going back and listening to old episodes. I'm like, wow, the love. This is great. Appreciate y'all. Thank y'all. Especially yes. on the Valentine's episode. I feel like that was a really fun episode, and I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. Yes, it was a great time. Also, and just because you guys enjoy it so much, and I'm just going to go and throw this out there. Uh, we are on Anchor now. I know we announced it, but for those who don't know, we are on Anchor now. And through Anchor, you can make donations, so feel free. Yes. Okay. Make a donation. You can also send us voice notes on Anchor. Like, if you want to talk about something, if you want to submit a quote-unquote listener letter and you don't want to write a letter, you can talk to us on there instead. And we'll, you know, of course, pick and choose which ones we actually want to include. Um, I will say, try to keep the cursing to a minimum. Like, a cuss word here and there (laughs) is not too crazy, but, you know, we ain't trying to... We got sound effects now, though, so I might be able to bleep them out or something, but... But it was... <laughs> we... I definitely got a text message sent to me about that DJ. <laughs> it was cute, right? It was. <laughs> I liked it. I was like, okay, money on the sound. Okay. See, I was in here like, okay, which sound can I use for this? I was playing all the sounds. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking if I'm going to try to do it again on this episode or not. Or try to find like a different sound. I don't know. Yeah, I'm super excited about being a part of Anchor, though. I feel like it's going to take our podcast to new heights. I just, Thank y'all for sticking with us. Um, and because we are on Anchor, that means that that frees up a little bit more space for us to do some other things. So be on the lookout. Hey, hey. It's only going to get better. We are a year in. We about to be two years in in June. That's crazy. That's very crazy. Um, I still can't believe it. Me either. We've been and everybody just keeps talking about our consistency, but I feel like y'all kind of help us be consistent. So yeah, because listening back to like old sure. episodes, I think it's less Girl. about like we have grown so much. Like the content has grown. The um, you know, the editing, commentary, the commentary, for sure. the the sound quality. <laughs> Lots of things <laughs> have just improved quality. so much. So I appreciate y'all like sticking with us through all of that because y'all you didn't have to. You could have heard. 
episode such and such and been like, all right, this is the fifth episode where I can't hear Candace and I, I, am, I am <laughs> y'all annoyed. stumbling and fumbling. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, we appreciate that. So, um, all right, let's jump into today's topic. And today's topic is parental expectation. Now we did do an episode uh-huh. already. I think it was who said that where we kind of talked about what our parents teach us about dating but we never have done one about what I guess our parents expect of us or what kind of partner they will want to see us with or you know whether or not your parents expectations influence who you date how you date that kind of thing so mm-hmm. we're going to begin with digging the scene um oh uh, my computer is really blowing me today but uh-oh. Um, let's start with um, a couple of questions while I get the rest of these research um, links together. So, have you ever dated somebody simply to ap- appease your parents? No. No. I have not. Never? Ha- no. Have your parents I... ever, like, suggested that you date somebody? Like, why don't you date so-and-so type of thing? Uh, no. I feel like, you know, well, my dad would never suggest me dating anybody because he doesn't want me to date. <laughs> um, but my mom, I don't think she's ever just like, oh, I met this handsome young man and I think he's great for you. I think it's more so a girl, one of your little classmates was in jail today and they reached out and spoke to me and said they knew my daughter. I was so- <laughs> what? <laughs> yes, I guess as long as I wasn't dating any of those people. I cannot. She was but no, I never really had I mean, I feel like she has expectations of the type of men she would like me to date, but she's never suggested that I date anybody. Yeah, that's real. Yeah. How about no, you? Um, and no, it's always been people that are not my parents suggesting who I should date. Yes. Because um, there's, there's been a couple of like, I'll say that, especially like at church, because you know, my dad is a pastor. So there have been like mm-hmm. little boys and not even little boys for real. This is like when I was a teenager that, that would you know, want to date me and, and it might get back to my dad that they like me or that we've been talking on the phone or whatever. Um, and he might ask me about them, but mm-hmm. it was never like, you should date so-and-so because he seems like a really nice guy. Like, they never really intruded on my dating life like that. However, yeah, I <laughs> have usually dated people that my parents do not like. So, <laughs> so, the next question is, have you ever broken up with someone because of not having your parents' approval? Uh, also, no. I have not. Um, I think th- my parents' approval is definitely important to me, but I feel like um, I've just had to learn the hard way about a lot of people that my mom was like, uh-uh, that ain't. Like, I've literally to the point where I've gotten offended before because my mom has said that this guy wasn't good enough for me. Mm. And I just thought that was so messed up. I was like, you don't even know him. How you on that? That's like, <laughs> that's so ugly of a person to say that somebody ain't good enough for, like, I'm all hot stuff. But in reality, like, your parents, I feel like they see your value more than you do sometimes. Mm-hmm. And they like, no, I have you on this pedestal because you deserve to be on it. Yeah, and, and it's usually not anything unrealistic, like, they're just right. telling you you and deserve so, somebody that's nice to you <laughs> <laughs> right and it hurt because at first I was like because I, I I let her meet him and then and we weren't in me and him weren't in a relationship but we were dating and that could very well have been why she was like 
I don't know, but she just wasn't very friendly to him. And I was like, why did you act like that? She was like, I don't know. She was like, I just don't think he good enough for you. And I was like, you sound very bougie and judgmental. But she was not wrong. Well. He was half-stepping about it. There were things that I didn't tell her, but he half-stepped about a lot of stuff, including, like, his employment status, um, just how he carried himself and the where, the where he was in life and his age and things that he just had not discovered yet. Uh, I, I, I don't think she was far off by what she said, but I still decided to date him in the midst of that. So, no, I've never broken up with some kids of my parents not liking them. Yeah, same. I, um dated someone through high school that my parents did not like at all and they had every reason not to like him I shouldn't have liked him either but (laughs) I didn't break up with him because they didn't like him and I will say that I can't say that my parents approval of who I date is important because I don't think they've ever made it a thing that they needed to approve anyone I was dating because Mm -hmm. and I say that because they have let me date people that I didn't I shouldn't have been dating that weren't good for me or whatever, but I guess I needed to learn those lessons on my own. And they never flat out voiced to me that they didn't like the person while I was dead. Well, yeah, the one person they did, but there was another time where I was talking to my mom and she was like, I was talking to her like, remember so-and-so that I was dating? And she was like, yeah, your daddy did not like him. And I'm like, really? (laughs) She's like, yeah, he just was like, he just seemed like a knucklehead. Like you didn't have any business being with him. Like he wasn't really on your level. And I was like, that's funny. Cause that's exactly why I stopped talking to him. And she was like, mm-hmm. But my dad never said any of that to me. He said it to my mom because they were just going to let me. They, I guess they trust my judgment. They know I'm not an idiot. So they're going to let me make my own mistakes and learn from them. And so yeah. I quit dating him because of the very re- reason that my father didn't like me dating him. And so it was just kind of like, you know, eventually I learned I should aspire to a little bit more because he doesn't aspire too much. So, right. Yeah. Now, have you ever hidden somebody from like, so like we're talking about like not dating for parents approval, but have you ever hidden someone you were dating because you knew that your parents wouldn't approve of them? Absolutely. Yes. The guy, <laughs> the, the guy that my parents still to this day, to this day, they do not like that young man. Yes. <laughs> Most of the time I was dating him, my parents were unaware that I was dating him again because we would be broken up and then back together and broken up and back together and broken up and back together. And yes, I just would be like, oh, no, I would be like, I'm about to go uh, somewhere with Ashley and I would not be with Ashley. But I couldn't tell them because I knew they was going to be like, you don't need to be with him. And he was an older boy. So Uh I didn't need to be dealing with him anyway. So it was like, yes. I definitely have hidden. Not in my adult life, though. I don't need to hide right. anybody from them now. Yeah, I haven't hidden in my adult life, but, like, and my my sister probably has me beat because my sister was fast when we was younger. But, like, um, I definitely, and I don't usually hide stuff from my mom. I'm very honest with my mom about a lot, and I've always been there, like, even to a fault sometimes, and I got in trouble. But, like, there were certain things that I was just, like, she ain't going for that. Like, um, one of the guys I was dating, he was just like he was older than my sister so I knew she wasn't really gonna like that eventually she found out but I wasn't gonna tell her about that um and I definitely didn't I definitely wasn't honest about how much time I was spending with him because I was skipping school to go because he wasn't in school I mean he had graduated um so him I definitely hid that I was dating a drug dealer from her See? Yep. <laughs> 
Because I was like, she going to be like, what? First of all, I'm them folks. So can we start there? <laughs> You're definitely a drug dealer. Uh, <laughs> and then um, there was this, her co-worker son. So I think she approved of me dating her co-worker's son. Like when we first started dating, because that was her co-worker's son. But then when she had to go like pick him up from getting suspended from school, like this is too much. Because he used to go to jail a lot when I was, and I, I was like in the eighth grade. Oh lord! Um, yeah, <laughs> he he was a, he had some sticky fingers, so he's getting oh, us a lot. And then she's like, "You need to stop talking to him." But then, in the same instance, like I think she had like a soft spot for him because she knew him because, like, like I said, that her she worked with his mom, so the, and they were really close. So it was weird because it was like one of them. We was young, so we were kind of like being like raised together, but we wasn't like related. So it was weird. But um, she definitely, after a while, she was like, he's in alternative school and he getting in trouble. She was like, I'm not saying he a bad person. I love him. I love his family to death. But I don't want my sister, my daughter mixed up in nothing like mm-hmm. that. So when I no longer had her approval, I just was like, yeah, I don't talk to him no more. I don't like Tony no more. And then um, what she don't know is one time when he was hiding from the police, I let him sleep in my room and I slept in the bed with her but I made him sleep on the floor you know I was what? Like, lay on the floor that way if she opens up the door she... he was a fugitive <laughs> girl I didn't want him to go to jail <laughs> girl you had I'm him trying to help him what if the police bust up in there and ransacked your mama's house yeah I'd have been in trouble for okay. sure but I was like he's hiding for the night he's gonna leave for school in the morning I didn't know what I was doing all I know clearly he, he needed somewhere to go and so I was like, I'll just sleep in the bed with my mom. Mind you, I'm 14 going and getting in the bed with my mom. But I was like, I'll just sleep in the bed with her. That way she won't tell me, you know, she won't say she's leaving in the morning. So I was like, but you got to sleep on the floor. Like, don't be in the bed because you're going to get me in trouble. So oh, my like, gosh. I cannot believe I did. I can't believe it either. <laughs> I'm listening to this like, what can you <laughs> He slept on the floor. I didn't even know what he did. I was just like, I'm going to just be a ride or die. I don't, I don't know. Oh, like, my God. He slept on the floor. And then um, she went to work. So when she went to work, um, I got up and um, let him out before I went to school. And so that was that. And then, like, I don't know what ended up happening, but I guess he didn't get caught. But, girl, then I had to stay with his – I had to stay at his house because my sister was at my dad's. So it was just me, and I was still young, to be staying by myself during the holidays. Yeah, yeah. And my mom had to work Christmas Eve, and so did his mom – so I stayed at their house because I was I I was his sister's age anyways. He was a couple years older than me. So I I was you know they always made me sleep in the room with the girls. It wasn't no funny business or nothing like that. Christmas Eve, I kid you not, I remember he gave me his chain and I was like, wow, like where is he going? Why do I need his chain? Um, but he let me wear his little chain, one of them little uh, mall necklaces <laughs> that got like the chunky face diamonds. Yes. <laughs> so he gave me that um, Christmas Eve night. I'm like, okay, cool. I go to sleep. Girl, four o'clock in the morning, I hear boo, 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 boo on the door. So me and his sisters jump up and we go and, and mind you, like everybody went to bed. So we thought we go, we look out the door. Girl, his auntie opens the door and it's two dogs in the police with flashlights. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. That man knew he was going away. Girl, they come and run in the house. And so we like sitting there trying to see what's going on. And I, it's four o'clock in the morning. We thought that everybody was like sleep. So I'm like, he must have did something before and they come in and get him. 
Girl, come to find out, him and his brother had snuck out of the house in the middle of the night and tried to go steal some mopeds. And his brother got caught oh, at, the, uh, at the scene of the crime. <laughs> <laughs> and he apparently like ran back home and jumped through the window and got in the bed. Uh, <laughs> so the oh, police man got him yes, his bed. You needed somebody to tell you that was not it. <laughs> that, that, that young man so was unhealthy. not it. <laughs> That was so unhealthy. Do you, <laughs> My mama still don't know that I was dating him at the time, though. So do you... Okay, speaking of unhealthy, because something I had to learn as an adult is that I have really good parents. Like, I never thought my parents yes. weren't good parents, but I have to come to terms with the fact that everybody's parents are not good parents. Yes. But that doesn't always stop them from giving their two cents on things like who you date, where you work, like, all that kind of stuff, like... That doesn't mm-hmm. stop some people's parents from forcing their expectations on their kids. So yes. it's like, what kind of stuff is reasonable? Like at a certain point, you have to ask, like, what's reasonable for you to kind of expect? What's a reasonable type of relationship to keep with your parents that you can, um, you know, take their judgment into account if you want to. And so that it's not like a fight. Every time mm-hmm. they they weigh in on whatever it is that you're doing, because again, I didn't, I don't have the type of parents that feel like they need to weigh in on everything that I do. Like they don't. Mm-hmm. Um, if I ask for advice or something, or if I want to talk to them about it, of course they'll give me what I'm asking for. But they're not always going to readily offer up and be like, "Yeah, that guy that you're dating, I don't think he's this and that and the other." So, I was looking at. Um, an article on the hopeline.com. Um, and this is, this more kind of assumes that you're, you have good parents and that you want to maintain mm-hmm. a good relationship with them. Um, but it kind of just says like, just because your parents, just because they're your parents and you don't agree with them doesn't mean they're dumb. Um, although far from perfect, they have years of experience and wisdom that you don't have yet. And this might enable them to see the character faults in your boyfriend or girlfriend a whole lot easier than you, especially if you're blinded by the deep emotions you feel for your girlfriend or boyfriend. It is worth pushing pause on your on your anger and emotions and considering whether your parents may be right. They have the advantage of perspective and they realize over 90% of, and this is talking about like a high school relationship, high school dating ends up not working out. And I will also add that 50% of grown people who get married end in divorce. So parents Mm -hmm. remember their own good and bad choices while dating. And they just want to be protect. They just want you to be protected from bad consequences, which could affect the rest of your life. But what this doesn't necessarily say is that sometimes parents and everybody, like even your friends, sometimes project their bad decisions on your, on yours, Mm -hmm. on your decisions. And you may be not making the best decision. But you don't know what the outcome of my decision will be as opposed to what the outcome of yours will be. It just, it just doesn't always turn out the same. So it is, I think the advice that it gives here to consider, like put your anger and emotions on pause and consider whether your parents might be right with a clear head is good advice because mm-hmm. they could be right or they could be tripping. But that's what you need to figure out because they can't, you know, at the end of the day, it is your decision. And I know people are very heavily influenced by their parents um, sometimes. And you don't feel empowered to make those decisions by yourself sometimes. Or, you know, if you make a decision that's contrary to your mom or dad's 
they might stop doing something that you need them to do or you know like you it's all this stuff that weighs into these people's relationships with their parents and that's something to really consider like if my parent is telling me that they don't want me dating this man or they're not going to keep my kids on Tuesdays and Thursdays like they normally do you know what if I need you to keep my kids, I'm probably going to stop dating whoever it is. You know what I'm saying? And it might not even mm-hmm. be that serious. It might just be that my parents don't like this person. So at some point, you do have to try to find some power, some agency, some autonomy in your life, whether that's through counseling or, you know, just kind of getting some courage to say this is what I want. And if you got to wait until you're in a better financial position or a better social position, whatever, like if you got to wait till you get into a better position to do that, I feel like there's no shame in that. I really do. Cause you got to do what you got to do, but Agreed. you can't let your parents run your love life either. Because although they are, they have some wisdom and experience, they don't know everything just like you don't know everything. So mm-hmm. And they're not in your relationship. That's any outside party. Like, People can only tell you but so much, but there's another person on the other end of that, and that's who you have to consider. Right. So, another question. Do you think, Mm -hmm. because, okay, so a few years ago, my sister, I don't know why my sister is so anxious about our parents liking who she dates, because Mm -hmm. I don't understand it because I've never felt that. So, I'm, and we were raised by the same parents, so it makes me wonder, like, what kind of relationship do you have with them that makes you scared that they're not going to like somebody you date? Or what kind of people you date? Because, I mean, they didn't like everybody I dated either, but they never really did anything about it. They just mm-hmm. were like, didn't like yeah, him. they just were like, you know, obviously we don't like him, so whatever. But <laughs> um, something that I see a lot of times is parents intentionally intimidating people that you date. Do you ever yes. have any experiences with that? Yes. I do. My mama does the most. Again, so I've lived with my mom all of my <laughs> so life. My, my daddy is in most. New York. <laughs> and my mom, like, always be feeling like she needs to... So, and, and again, I haven't introduced her to many people, so that's different. Um, but so, like, with my relationship now, like, she knows she likes him. Like, she really likes him. They've had great conversations, but she was like, but we still need to have our one-on-one talk. And, the, and I'm like, girl, what talk? Like, don't do that. But my uncle is really bad about intim- trying to intimidate people. And even if they don't necessarily say it to the people, my uncle, my mom, and my dad have always said things to me that are intimidating to make me not want to have them around, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, I remember... This is what made me not tell my daddy about dating. When I was seven years old, I told him I had a crush on this boy across the street. Why I was comfortable enough saying that, I don't know. But I will never forget. He said, don't make me fly down there and break that little boy's knee. Oh, wow. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, I don't, are you going to use a baseball bat because you don't want to break his legs? You're just gonna break. <laughs> but after that, I was like, bro, like, no, I'm not telling him nothing else. If you're going to put the man in danger, I don't want you to know about yeah. it. I'll tell you if it's an emergency. But I be thinking stuff like that unnecessary. And on the flip side, I cannot stand for no woman in the guy I'm dating's family trying to size me. Girl, okay. I don't like that. I do not like that. Like, lady, I am here because he wants me to be here. If you don't want me to be here, that's fine. But don't be nasty to me as your way of trying to, like, haze me into your I am family. not with any of that. And I, well, I'll tell And I feel like I women do that about their sons more than... Much more than their Women daughters. do that about their daughters. Yes. Yeah. But, yeah, like, I agree. I've never had my dad 
like intentionally intimidate and me and my dad are so much alike when it comes to that kind of stuff like I've never felt the need to intimidate anybody like in any space mm-hmm. if you feel intimidated by me that's a personal problem like if <laughs> for real because I and I, I feel like my dad is the same way like any man mm-hmm. that I've dated if he talked to them or whatever it was never to make them afraid to hurt me or anything like that if you feeling skittish about it maybe your intentions ain't pure like my dad talks to everybody like he's gonna have a conversation Mm -hmm. with you he might ask you what your intentions are what do you do for a living like that type of thing but he's not about to be like if you break if break my daughter's heart i'm gonna strangle you with my hands and it's never gonna be any (laughs) of that but i i do know that i have dated men who were intimidated by my father Mm-hmm. But I also know those same men did not have my best interest at heart. And that's why they were intimidated. Like they, exactly. they felt, they knew they didn't, they knew they was about to play with me and I don't have time for that. So, um, yeah, but I think people know that my dad is crazy. Like I, and I don't know how sometimes, but I feel like they just assume that my daddy is crazy. Um, so I don't, now don't get me really... wrong. I fully believe that if any of those men ever did anything like really harmful to me, I, I believe that my father would ride in the night. Like I do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my daddy will let the chopper sing. Okay? Okay. He do not play about his kids. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I agree. And that, and that'd be my whole thing. And I, so I was really nervous about um, my boyfriend because I am letting him meet you know my parents and so it, it went well with my mom um, we went to breakfast and everything they haven't had their and I, I know she's just kidding um, I think she just said it because like she's felt like she needed to be the dad and the mom sometimes um, but I, I know it's just going to be a conversation of intentions and like you said I've any man who is not prepared to have that conversation with my parents probably don't need to be with me mm-hmm. anyways, they don't got no real intentions for me and, like, with my dad, I was like, hey, you know, he's not in the same state, and um, he's farther. My mom travels down here. But um, I was like, I think you guys should meet over FaceTime. And at first, I thought he was going to be weird about it. And he was like, no. He was like, I trust you, and I trust your judgment. And that's really, like, how my parents have always been about me and my sister in general. It's just more like with, with my mom and my dad, they just like, I trust you. But you know me. Mm-hmm. So just don't make me kill me. <laughs> Has kind of always been their approach on stuff. Like, you know me. You know your family. You know how I expect for you to be treated. Yeah. If he stay within them lines, he fine with me. He step outside of them lines. You know what it is. So don't. It's always been kind of that understood. Don't date nobody that's going to make me have to hurt yeah. you. Yeah. And on that. But on that same topic of intimidation. Let me just say. I think. Like you said. I think that's ridiculous. I think. I think the hyper masculine piece of that, like the whole like when the the son comes over to pick the daughter up for prom or something, and it's grown men holding guns around the child. That's not funny <laughs> to me. Like you know what I'm saying? Like if that were my son, mm-hmm. he would be leaving your daughter right there on your porch because you will exactly. not th- like threatening. Uh, and I'm gonna have a black son, obviously. Threatening my black child with a gun is not funny to me, and it never will be. And if I see the pictures on Facebook. <laughs> guess who won't ever see your daughter again my son <laughs> like that's not funny exactly don't put my kids and in then danger. like so I was watching Black Ink Crew I watched them sometimes the ones in Chicago and they had posted some mm-hmm. pictures with um, Van's daughter she was going on a date or to prom or something and they had posted a picture like jacking her date up and I'm like every last one of these men in this picture has cheated on their girlfriend and we watched it on television every single one who do you goofies think y'all are 
trying to tell him what he's what he is and ain't gonna do to your daughter. Like, please, because right. y'all that's did it to somebody else's daughter. Exactly, that's y'all bad karma if he do something. And to I y'all hope daughter. one of the men she date one day beat y'all up just because <laughs> y'all trying to play <laughs> right. But and then on the topic of women, like I've never been. I don't think I've ever been in a position where somebody I was dating some woman in their family really tried to seriously intimidate me. I've been at a, like a big family gathering before. And one of the women like made a joke that was supposed to be kind of intimidating. But again, I don't play that kind of stuff. I don't think it's funny. I don't mm-hmm. think, and I would never do that to anybody. So when she made the joke, I didn't laugh. It wasn't funny to me. So I didn't laugh. And she was like, Oh, I'm just playing. And I was like, I know, but you know, it ain't funny. Yeah. She was like, what your old She was ass? like, oh, girl, we don't want you to feel, we want you to feel welcome. And she, like, re, you know, kind of just backed her step, retraced her steps and was like, okay, so obviously this ain't the one I right. need to be playing with. <laughs> this is not the and one. And <laughs> I wasn't trying to be rude or disrespectful or any of that. And that's just, I don't know. It's- and she could have taken it another way. She could have been like, okay, you need to get her out of here because she is rude. She didn't, you know, whatever, laugh at your little joke. And I would have been like, okay, well, it was nice meeting y'all. And I would have left. <laughs> Cause wait, before we um, and I was gonna say another thing with intimidation. You remember the screenshot I sent you of that meme and like the guy's homeboy reached out and was like, "So how did it go?" And he responded and said, "Man, I picked up the girl from her house in front of her dad, and she told him I was Uber." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but that <laughs> be real. Like y'all need to. Well, y'all can't control y'all's parents, but I feel like I don't want to have. At my age now, I definitely don't want to have to do anything like right. that. Right. I don't live with my like, parents. And, so they right. don't, whatever I'm doing is really my business. I don't need to tell mm-hmm. my parents it's Uber picking me up or lie to them about anything. First of all, because men are crazy and I ain't trying to yes. end up dead somewhere and they don't know that I've been on a date. That's not what True. I'm going to do. But, <laughs> but yeah, like. I'm glad I have parents that trust me, but I am also glad that I have parents that have raised me to set boundaries because I do feel like, like when you were saying there are some people that just don't, there are some people like my mama ain't all up in my business, but I feel protected. Yes. And same with my father. And I feel like there's some girls who like, or people in general who their parents are not involved at all in any part of their lives. And they end up going through these very unhealthy and toxic relationships. That's true. And they don't have anybody as a parental figure to pull them out of it. Yeah. Like, um, or, so, or to just go to when they're ready to pull themselves out of it. Because I don't exactly. know that my parents like, will pull me out of anything. But I do know for sure that if I wanted out of something and I needed help, my parents are the first people I would go to. Exactly. Like, I wouldn't Same. be ashamed to do that. Yeah, my um, co-worker, she was saying, like, she had been telling her daughter, like, since she, she said the first time she met that boy... He was like 13 years old and they ended up dating all the way till she went to college and everything. And um, she said she had been telling her daughter, he's not the right one for me, blah, 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 blah. But she was like, you know, at some point I had to just be like, let her live and find it out for herself. And she said, but at the same time, the moment my daughter discovered that and she said, mama, come get me. She said, me and my husband drove down there, picked up her, uh, picked her up with the U-Haul, packed up her entire apartment and brought her home. Mm-hmm. And that's how my mama would be. Like, you call me when you ready and I will come get you. And my dad is, my daddy might kill somebody if, if he got to come get me. But, um, like, for real, and I, I feel like everybody don't have that. They don't have that safe place right. with their parents. So I think I, I can appreciate that 
they care enough to be like, I'm going to be here for you no matter how this goes. Yeah. Left or right, you know? So. And one last thing to share, because I feel like on the topic of people not having the best relationships with their parents. Um, so obviously, if you don't have the best relationship with your parent and you want to do things differently in the future with your own kids mm-hmm. um, or just, you know, whatever, or maybe improve the relationship that you have with your parents now. Um, I think that is important. It's important not to go to the opposite extreme one. So if you have mm-hmm. parents that weren't involved at all, you don't want to get be the parent that's too involved and like yes. your your child can't do nothing or can't date anybody unless you approve them. My one of my uh supervisors at work, she was telling me that her son wants to go to prom and she has her son like sending her pictures of these girls like Instagrams like oh, how about her? God. And she's like, no, not her. And I'm like, that's not fair because you don't know them. All you've seen is what's on their Instagram and you just telling your son he can't date them. And what's he, he's 18 now. Does right. he not like, know that how is, to? Why are you prying like that? Why do you even care? I guess because she paying for his tux, but what? But it's not, she's not going on the date with him. She's like, why? Right. I need to make sure that these girls are going to be. And I'm like, you literally cannot make sure of that. There's mm-hmm. no way to be sure of whatever it is you're talking about. And it, you absolutely can't do it from looking at the Instagram. <laughs> like, right. She's like, yeah, but like, see this one? She has a picture in a swimsuit. And I'm like, she's at the beach she's... in Miami. Like, what do you want her to have on? Girl. So wow. I just was, that's the type of over-involvement that I think is a little bit unhealthy. Because if you mm-hmm. can't, I think at the end of the day, what is most important is that your child or grown adult feels like they can make a decision on their own mm-hmm. and that you will be there to support them what no matter what that decision is i'm sorry i'm i'm, I'm not something over i'm trying to pick it up <laughs> it's okay i was like slowly trying to put these rubber bands on my braces oh lord doing it, so. so um so another advice from that same article is um, best thing you can do is sit down with your parents and calmly with great respect ask what it is they don't like about your boyfriend or girlfriend and what and what you can do to lessen their fears and objections and that means to me lessen their fears and objections in that same relationship or in the future because sometimes mm-hmm. your parents don't like somebody because of what they've done in the past yeah, but you know them to be changed or whatever. Like, especially if you are a person who tells your parents everything, and this person has offended you a bunch of times, and now they're just over it. If you've mm-hmm. chosen to forgive them, and your family doesn't, you know, you just kind of have to. You got to keep roll with the punches, mm-hmm. or you can sit down with them and you can say, "This, you know, how can I make you guys feel more comfortable with this relationship?" If that is something that's important to you and Mm -hmm. then they said another question you can ask them is what should my boyfriend or girlfriend do to win your trust now this type of thing i think i was gonna say i think that's only appropriate if they have offended you in the past Mm -hmm. and that and you are intending on like being with this person forever like if y'all married or something like that otherwise that i just don't think that's for everybody at that point your parents just need to find some business i'm not (laughs) they are really over like they're not in the business of trying to win you over i don't want nobody like if their personality itself and their genuine care for me 
it's not what's gonna win you, then that's just gonna be what it's gonna be. But they ain't about to be putting on no dog and pony show to try to <laughs> like no, nah, I'm not doing that because I ain't doing that. And for that's exactly what I was about to say. <laughs> is that the reason why I disagree with that? Is because I wish somebody would <laughs> ask me to win their parents' trust. I'm presenting myself as I am. If they don't like me as I am, they don't trust me as I am. I don't know what to tell you. If I never done nothing to to you, I don't. I can't do anything about that. Like you said, I'm not putting on no dog and pony show (laughs) to let y'all know that you can look at me. I'm so trustworthy. Like I'm grown. No, I'm not doing that, girl. I watch. Do you watch uh, my big fat gypsy wedding? (laughs) Girl, (laughs) every now and then I watch it. be doing the most when they be trying to marry somebody who, or even like if it's the, the it ain't the kinks and yet, but they do something <laughs> kind of like that. I know what you're talking about though. <laughs> and they be tripping like when they want somebody that's not gypsy to come and stuff like that. Girl, it was this one episode where this girl is trying to prove to these people that, and her mama ends up getting into it with the dad at the wedding because she was like, okay, that's it. You're not about to keep making my daughter go through all this stuff. They took this girl to a field and <laughs> made her wear all white and threw like pig's blood on her to <gasps> see if she was pure or not. Like if the blood don't rinse out, that means you ain't pure or some kind. Oh no, absolutely not. I wish I would. And I wish I would as a mother allow you to do that to my child. Cause I was like, at this point, I don't think her mama wilding out for going off. Like, I mean, I know you got to support your daughter and it's like either you're going to support it or you're not. But I don't think she was wrong. I think the way she went about doing what she did was wrong because it was at the wedding and she started clowning. But I don't think she was wrong for pulling her for pulling the guy's dad to the side and being like, hey, my daughter has shown you that she wants to be here for your husband. That does not permit for you to keep disrespecting her right. to win you over. Like you not because now you're disrespecting my child. And I completely felt her on that. But I, 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 hmm, I ain't eating no food I don't like. I ain't drinking no drink I don't like. I'm not going nowhere I don't like. Like, I'm not going to be disrespectful, but I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'm not expecting that. And I will check my family before I let yes. them acquire that of somebody that's with me. I so, agree. I doubt my I don't do whatever. it. So, to, to, I think I already said to close out this section, but I, I, I mean it for real this time. So, to close out this section... Um, to continue on the theme of when you want to do better with your relationships with your kids in the future. Um, this is a, uh, article from enotes.com. This is, um, like a, a website for like parents and educators about their students. But this, I think gives a good insight on how to have a healthy balance with your future children. Cause you know, at a certain point you can't, undo things I'm an adult now you can't really you know completely undo the way you up the way you raised me mm-hmm. but um it says um strong and healthy family families are led by parents who build relationships with their children yes. so that's the first thing that you need to have a relationship with your children you're not just their authority like the big you know the, the big yes and no yeah you need to have a relationship <laughs> with your child so they can trust you and so that you can trust them and then it says you role model appropriate behavior mm-hmm. correct like a yes, lot of lead time, by example yes a lot of time parent and child relationships are strained because the parents are expecting something of their children that their children have not seen them follow through on mm-hmm. um and i know counselor so i ain't even gonna get into that but that's what the article says and it says and and impart expectations on your children in a way that is not burdensome or overbearing 
and not passive either. So having ex- a parent having expectations for who they want you to end up with is not necessarily wrong, but those expectations shouldn't be overbearing. Like it shouldn't that mm-hmm. your your child shouldn't feel like your child or your grown adult shouldn't feel like what you expect for them overrides how they actually move through the world. Like you can't yeah. expect them to only want what you want for them. They have their own life, they have their own personality, whatever. So, you know, and maybe that's something you talk to your parents about. Like, I I hear you. I see your expectations, but maybe that's not the vision I have for my life. Maybe I didn't want to be married by 26 and this works for me, whatever me and this man or woman have going on. Or maybe I don't think it's terrible that we have a kid before we're married or, you know, whatever the case may be. So talk to your parents about their expectations, which of those you accept as this is right, whatever. And which ones you kind of reject and say, this is not what I want for my life in particular. And I don't think that there's anything inherently wrong about that. And I can assure you that I'm going to be safe. I'm going to be wise with my choices, whatever. Hopefully y'all have the kinds of relationships where you can talk to your parents about those kinds of things. But if you don't and you want to do better with your future children or your current children, make sure y'all have that line of communication open to where the both of you can talk about what's expected of you. So yeah, that's it. That's it for digging the scene. Now we can move on. All right. Moving on to the rescue me segment with a little bit of popping on the polls. Um, I only did two poll questions this week. Um, so let me go to the my first and they were basically the same questions that we've already kind of covered. So the first question was, have you ever dated someone against your parents approval? And clearly, nobody cares about their parents' approval because eighty-three <laughs> percent said, "Duh," and five and um, seventeen percent said, "Never." Let me see who the seventeen percent is. Oh, Erica, one of the seventeen percent. <laughs> um, that's cute. Did y'all care? Okay. And then um, my second question was: Have you ever dated someone just to please your parents? Uh, 11% said yes, 89% said no. And so I'm really hoping that I can get a story from this one guy because he's actually a pastor. And I'm wondering, was it like his, well, not even parents, because sometimes I feel like outside influences, like, Absolutely. so for me, will be like, you, you need to date this person for this type of look, especially mm-hmm. like in the church when you're trying to be a pastor. Yeah. Like it's always somebody saying what type of person you need to be dating. Cause my pastor, and single pastors are looked down upon for whatever reason. The, like exactly. you don't be single and be a pastor. They're like, oh my God, where's his wife? Uh-huh. Or where's her husband? Especially <laughs> exactly. if you're a woman, that's not happening. <laughs> oh no, that's not. You're not getting in that pulpit and you ain't got no ring on your finger, girl. They worried about you. Girl. But um, so I'm hoping that I get a story out of him because I really like to know um with him being a pastor, not nothing against the church. I just know how those expectations can be set up Mm -hmm. because definitely my pastor has expectations of the type of man he want to see me with. So (laughs) I know that's a real thing. Well, my dad um, is my pastor, so there's that. Exactly. So (laughs) so um, that is it for popping on the polls this week. Um. Like I said, we can definitely see. I think all of us, and even the people who kind of like just responded in the DM, like one girl, um, she responded and she was like, I feel like my parents be like, she'll figure it out. We're just here to make sure she don't die otherwise life, otherwise life decisions. And I'm like, that literally is how, like, you know, just don't set yourself on fire. Um, don't, like, just don't burn it. 
whatever you do, just put your <laughs> hand on the eye, just don't burn, don't burn your hand, or let me let you burn your hand a little bit so you can understand that you shouldn't play with fire. That's how my parents, I feel like, have parented me when it came to relationships and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, and I feel like most of us have kind of been in that situation because it can be intimidating sometimes itself if you don't have the relationship with your parents to talk about relationships with them. Um, or if sometimes we just know that the people we dating don't meet their expectations anyway. So, of course, right. we're just like, I'm just going to date them and figure it out later. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, be uh, on the lookout to see if we get some letters in regards to that um, topic in general. But we do have another letter for the week for the Rescue Me segment. Um, our Rescue Me segment is a segment where we allow our listeners to tune in and uh, either write us or now, like Imani said earlier, earlier we do have a voice memo um, application that you can actually send us a voice memo and tell your story. Uh, you can submit your stories to save the day SOS at gmail.com or you can DM them to us. Or if you want to just download the Anchor app um, and send us a voice message, that way we will go through those and share it. So for our listener letter of the week, it is coming. Um, it's a Valentine's Day story, actually. So yay, Valentine's Day just passed. Which is my birthday. We can talk about that another time. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, so let's jump into it. Hey, y'all. All right. Here's my Valentine's Day story. Um, I love Valentine's Day. Like, I actually love the holiday. I don't care what people say about it being superficial. I think sometimes we do get busy in our lives and we don't necessarily give love or share love or celebrate love the way that we need to in our daily lives. And Valentine's Day is just a nice reminder um, to do that. And it doesn't have to be just romantic love. It could be any kind of love. I don't know why I just smacked my teeth. I'm so sorry, (laughs) y'all. Anyway, so when I was a freshman in high school, me and one of my friends um, decided we were going to be each other's Valentine. And I misjudged the situation. We were not romantically involved. We had no intention of being romantically involved. We were just like, you got a Valentine? Nope. You got a Valentine? Nope. Okay. Let's be each other's Valentine's. We were like, all right. Like, there was nothing to it beyond that. I just thought we were going to exchange gifts, right? Um, and so think this was the year that the Notorious movie came out, and he just kept going on and on and on and on and on about wanting a soundtrack. So I took my happy ass to... Uh, I don't know if I can say ass. I'm sorry, y'all. I took my happy-go-lucky self to Target. This is back when we still bought CDs. Went and paid $14 or maybe $12.99, something like that, for this CD. And I was really excited because I love giving gifts. I was like, oh, he's going to love this. I'm so excited, right? Got to school, had it all wrapped real nice and neat. Like, all right, here you go. Here's your gift. And he immediately got real tight. Like, he was like, ah, ah, man. I'm like, what? What's wrong? Like, what? You you, you already bought it? Like, he like, nah, nah. It's just, it's just, I, all I got you was a symphony bar. Y'all, <laughs> when I tell you, I was so mad. I was so salty. I was so salty. And I don't know if symphony bars are universal, but it's basically like a big giant like chocolate bar that you can get from Kroger for like a dollar. Like it wasn't even Valentine's Day themed. Like he didn't even get me like no Valentine's candy. He just went out and got me a symphony bar. <laughs> I was like, you know, it is cool. It's better to give than to receive. 
but I was really salty on the inside. <laughs> yeah, I was really salty on the inside. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that is crazy! Not a symphony bar you- though, <laughs> girl. I'd have been like, I'm taking my CD back and Happy Valentine's Day. We should have never tried this. What? Oh, <laughs> uh, that's sad though. That like she was assuming that you know. It was something more because <laughs> I feel like, oh, poor girl. <laughs> the fact that he was like, ah. Right. He was like, wow. Um, this is awkward. Right. Uh, <laughs> got you some candy. A, so a here's this piece of chocolate, like not even a basket, not no nothing, no assortment. It so was. It was probably not even her chocolate from junk. Yeah. Mm, probably That's crazy. Yeah. That's a Valentine's Day flop for sure. Lesson a learned. symphony bar. A symphony bar. Girl, and she spent her hard-earned $13.99 and she had to go to the store, which means she had to probably find a ride. Or she might have been at the age where she could go drive there, but still. Like, see, that's why you can't be leaving them type of decisions left up to men because <laughs> they're going like, to get you a symphony bar and leave it a at symphony that. Bar. A symphony bar type of Valentine's Day. Oh well, hmm. I don't. Mm. I don't got much for that. No, I guess don't do Valentine's Day with your friends. Cause well, we said in the in the Valentine's Day episode, y'all need to be discussing exactly yes. what's going on. True. Are we together? Are we not? Are we doing this as friends? Like, are we doing a Galentine Valentine's Day thing? Right. Or is because we said if you feeling a way about your friend, Valentine's Day is not the time to pop out with the romantics. If yes. you ain't ever expressed wanting to be romantic with them. But I don't even think she was trying to be romantic. I think she was just being thoughtful. He just was a dummy. He was like really like out of... He must have really taken it as a joke and she just took it like, no, like we're just going to be each other's Valentine this year. She was probably like, okay, so we said we're going to be each other's Valentine. A Valentine is something like at least affectionate, like whether right. it's platonic affection or not. And he was just like, well, Valentine's Day is just this holiday where you get somebody something. So, so I'm going to get her this candy. <laughs> but like, I just feel like, why not get her like a heart thing of chocolate or something? Because that wasn't her was for him at first. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he, he just like, wow, had to I would have been like, please tell me that you just being funny and my gift is like in the car or something. Because, bro. Because I went to prom with my homeboy. We had made this pact. That, me like, too. We didn't have my prom, prom dates. But my, I was my thinking prom. It was like, if we didn't have dates by our prom date, we would go to prom together. And um, and um, senior year came around, and I was talking to somebody that was in college, and I wasn't bringing him to my prom. Um, so I was like, I'm just gonna go with my homeboy, and he went to another school, and he came and went to prom with me. But he still did it right. I mean, his girlfriend went to the same school as me, so that was awkward. But he did it right. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> His girlfriend had to find a prom date to her own prom because her oh, boyfriend no. went to prom with me. That ain't had nothing to do with me, but uh, <laughs> he did it right though. Even as my friend, like he was on time. He rented a nice car to, or he had his dad's car, something like that. But it had a nice car to come pick me up in. He had my corsage. He took me to dinner. He paid for the dinner. We went to prom. He made sure I got home safely. Well, to my hotel safely. Um, Cause I had had a little janky jank. Um, you know what? <laughs> he helped me take my eyelashes off because I had never worn eyelashes before, and I hated them. 
but he was like a true gentleman, even though he was just my friend. So if I, I wish one of my friends would. If I don't got a man and I decide that we're gonna do a Valentine Galentine, you better Valentine it out, okay? But I mean, a, you could have just got one little single rose, and I would have thought that was special. But that candy bar, he's sorry for that. Yeah. Yeah. You should mm. ju- you should I hope she judged him very hard about that. But, yeah, she probably was like, I'm just gonna take my ale and go. Right. I'd have been like, Well, I'm gonna go listen to the soundtrack in the car. So bye. Keep your <laughs> keep your candy. Actually okay. I don't turn down free food. I probably would have <laughs> the um, candy bar. Okay. <laughs> Seriously. But I would have kept my C D. <laughs> okay, but that is our listener letter, rescue me segment, all that good stuff. Um if you guys want to submit your stories again, you can submit. <laughs> if you guys want to submit a story again, you can submit it to save the day SOS at gmail.com. I'm actually super excited about these voice memos because sometimes I really can't read. Um, but definitely, <laughs> you can still shoot us emails. Uh, I've had people say they don't like how they sound. I don't like how I sound either. Um, to save the day SOS at gmail.com, or you can be Emma's. My personal Instagram is OKCandice. Annie Mines is hopeless romantic, or you could email uh, DM us on our Save the Date podcast um, Instagram, which is that's the title. I am tripping. Okay, that's it for the rescue <laughs> segment. We can move on. <laughs> okay, trend watch is going to be kind of short today. Um, I looked, girl. So you know how I'll be looking up trends like sometimes i just be like what are the 2019 dating trends uh-huh. and now they're starting because they're starting to come like i'm starting to pull up more dating trends from other places besides the u.s okay. so i just found one that was from the uk and this is on um this is insider.com and there's a list of them on here like a list of the newest dating trends some of them are old um mm-hmm. But this one, I guess, is a little bit interesting, sort of. I don't know. I don't think I have any experience with this. Maybe I do. Who knows? <laughs> so this is called Banksying, like B-A-N-K-S-Y-I-N-G. And apparently Banksy is an artist who had some, he's a graffiti artist. He had okay. some uh, work up somewhere and he destroyed it on purpose. Like that was part of, I guess his art i guess child i don't know i didn't really understand it and i couldn't find that many sources on it but anyway what Mm -hmm. it means is to date somebody uh, and and apparently a a quarter of daters that they um they surveyed admitted Mm -hmm. to doing this so this is before you even get with this person officially you're planning the destruction of the relationship what girl sabotage is yes so you're dating someone to like kill time (laughs) fill a void but you already know that you're going to break up with them and you sometimes even know when you're going to break up with them and so you concoct this entire breakup thing like <laughs> because you know that you're not staying with them so you ruin your your relationship already like you do something and sometimes it's to get out of actually officially just saying you know nothing's wrong with you nothing was wrong with this relationship I was just bored so you know let's end it here you create like a dramatic breakup Oh, no. So, yes. People are out here like, I know that I need to break up with her before Valentine's Day, so let me cheat on her. Or, 
I know that oh, I'm gonna end up God. getting back with my ex boyfriend or girlfriend. So I'm just passing time. Yeah. So when I do get back with them, this is how I'm gonna end it with this person. Like they're already planning the end of it. Um, and so I just wanted to use this <laughs> trend watch <laughs> segment to say I've never heard of this before. And if you have heard of this or if you've done this before, I'm very interested in hearing from you. So if you want to write in or send in a voice note or something like that, I would love to hear about the time when you broke up with somebody or you got with somebody knowing you were going to break up with them or you made up an elaborate scheme on how you were going to break up with somebody or something like that. Like, I would love to hear a story about that because I've never I'm heard pretty sure it's me. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's going to be a big You think so? <laughs> A man has a story on this. I self-sabotage myself all the time, but it's on accident. So the fact that <laughs> right. I don't know about do all this it's planning crazy. to do it. Right. I've never sabotaged myself on purpose. No. I will say Yikes. that sometimes I'd be like, I don't know. I, I, I have this issue with, I think things are going really well. And I'd be like, I don't know. Something is wrong with this. And I'm going to figure out what's wrong with it. So I go like looking for something that's wrong. So I can be mm. like, ha, I knew it. Now I got to break up with him. Like, <laughs> and sometimes yeah. it don't even, sometimes it don't be nothing, but you know, boys are boys. So a lot of the time it is something that I end up finding, exactly. <laughs> but it was never meant to like hurt me or offend me or anything. It was just something that I found that I don't like that gives me a reason to break things off with this person. So you're a bank skier. No, cause I didn't plan it you ahead did. of time. No, I didn't. I didn't get with them knowing that I was going to break it off. I just at some point thought to myself, uh-uh, I, need to I don't trust it. it. We've been to See? figure out how to break this up. You're, you're a half a bank skier. You're, <laughs> Maybe you're, so. in the, you're in the court. Maybe. You're definitely in the court. I don't know. I, I've been in situations where I was like, I don't think this is going to last long. But I was never like, and honestly, I don't even give attention to that type of stuff no more either. If I'd be like, oh, yeah, this ain't going to work, then I just did it there because I don't want to waste my time. Yeah, true. Not working. That's but true. I do have friends that like I don't think they necessarily did stuff to break up, but I had one friend that um she used to make up lies just to find out if her boyfriend was lying or not. Oh, I, I have done that before. Disaster. <laughs> I have done that before. I was like, I think you are starting to believe the lie you made up. Like talking about like another chick did something because she was trying to see if he like if something really happened. Mm-hmm. That that's a setup. I've done that before, and I've had it done to me before. Like, a boyfriend (laughs) brought up a scenario. He was like, what would you do if da-da-da-da? And it was really something he did. Oh, wow. But he was trying to No, this was like, she was lying about, um, she said that she found something, uh, him texting his girl or something like that. Something she had made up just to see if there was really something going on. Which she ended up finding out that there was. But, like. She used to like, she like, I'm not talking to him right now. And I was like, why? She was like, because he's cheating on me. I was like, do you know that? She was like, no, but I think he is. So I'm going to tell him that I know. I'm telling you now, though, every time that I've had a feeling somebody was cheating on me and I couldn't prove it, I was right. Yeah. I feel like you can feel another woman's presence. I don't care what it is. It ain't even another woman's presence. Men are not good at lying. They're not. Like, even if they're not. They change their behavior. Yes. Even if they're not telling you a lie. They're behaving in a way that you know they're doing something deceitful. Like, and Which I don't have to I feel like, like there's another are... woman to know that you out here doing dirt. Like, that's why I feel like there's probably a man that has a story about a bank skier. <laughs> Men be getting in whole relationships knowing that it's another woman that they want to be with. That's very true. That is and very marriages. true. Whoa. Okay. Well. Hmm. 
I'm not lying. I'm going to leave that one alone. I'm not lying. That's why I just be like, God, please send me the right husband because I don't want to go to jail. <laughs> or hell. Or hell. <laughs> and I might bust both of them wide open playing with the wrong man. <laughs> exactly. Well, that was it for the trend watch segment. I don't have anything else on that. I would just really like to hear from somebody who has done this or seen it done before. Um, so let's move on to lesson learned. All right. You want to go first or you want me to go first? Um, actually, you go first because I don't think that I thought about this that hard yet. So <laughs> <laughs> Last time you didn't even have a lesson learned. Because I couldn't stop laughing. It was Bro, funny. I listened to the episode again and I literally was laughing just because you was laughing. <laughs> I couldn't pull it together. <laughs> I was trying, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but um, my lesson learned, and I would say I learned this from observation because I haven't been in those shoes yet. But my lesson learned for parents and for myself going forward um, when I do become a parent, God willing, is like women monitor what you do and what you accept in relationships in front of your daughters and men same for your sons. And then vice versa, what you're allowing a man to do to you in front of your son and what you allow a woman to do to you in front of your daughter. Because your your kids do pay attention to things like that and they're either going to mimic your behavior or they're going to resent it. Yeah. And that's going to cause a strife between the two of y'all. So I would say be careful about that. Like, and don't push off expectations on your kids that you're not upholding for yourself. You can't say you need to have a job and graduate from college and do this and do that and be with this type of man. And you dating a man in front of me that don't got no job. Like, my mama did that one time, and I don't know what I said to her, but it snapped her back to reality because she put him smooth out. Not to tell my mama business, but she was dating this man that I just felt like was not good enough for her. And I'm like, you didn't raise us like that, and you doing that. And so I had told her, and um, I must have got really bold that day, but I was like, you acting like, uh, oh, boy, mama off a baby boy. Like, you know that man don't need to right. I was like, I don't know. I didn't get knocked in my mouth for that. <laughs> but like, um, there was just this very short period in my life when I was in high school and I seen my mama with a man that she raised us not to be with. Like the type of guy that he was, the way he carried himself to the point that I moved out. Wow. And it was like, um, and I, and y'all don't know my mom. My mama is smart. She's the most loving person in the world. So I don't want y'all to take this the wrong way about my mom. But because that man has such a hold on her for that short period of time, I moved out because I couldn't respect my mama. I was like, I don't even know this lady. Like, yeah. my mama don't go for stuff like this. This man is sitting on the couch while she going to work. He driving her. I had never in my life seen my mama in a situation like that before. Now, just to give a little bit of color to it, my mom is widowed. Um, she lost my stepdad a while back. So there are people who play on those emotions that you have in your life. Like when you have gone through something so traumatic, there are people that take advantage of you mm-hmm. in those weak times. And that was one of those times that somebody came in and was taking advantage of her. And like when she like regained her consciousness of what was going on, like I said, she, de- she definitely put him out the house and that was it. But that hurt me to see my mama going through that. So I just say, be conscious of that stuff because you can't be teaching me one thing about dating and be doing something totally different. Cause I see that. Like we see that. And mm-hmm. whether you are in a marriage and you're allowing stuff to happen in front of your kids or you're single and dating or whatever the case may be, I would just say as a parent, 
be conscious of stuff like that because your kids are always watching y'all. And again, it's either going to gonna mimic it or they're going to resent that behavior. So just keep that in mind. Men respect women. The best thing you can do for your kids is to love their mothers, period. That's probably the healthiest thing you can do is love their mama correctly. Yeah. And whatever the case that it may be, love their love their mamas correctly. Even if y'all ain't together, just don't be disrespectful and stuff because I feel like that affects your children when they're dating later. And a lot of times that's what caused them to like go and wild out and date somebody completely different from what you pictured from them because they're trying to get the farthest thing from you. Mm. So I would say that's my lesson learned. Well, Mine is, um, I feel like I grew up around a lot of expectation. All of it didn't come mm-hmm. from my parents, but, you know, there was a, a lot of, I think, looming expectation over my life about what I was going to do in the future, who I should be dating, who I shouldn't mm-hmm. be dating, whatever, whatever. And I would just say, as far as, like, not letting that kind of stuff get to you, you have to get to a point where you trust yourself yeah and however you do that you need to do it whether it's counseling whether it's just deciding one day that I will take from what these people expect of me the things that I want and I will build my own vision of how I see myself because that's kind of what I did I never had counseling or therapy or anything I just kind of was like okay at a certain point I can't listen to all this it's impossible for me to do what everybody else wants me to do I have to at some point figure out what I want to do and do that so mm-hmm. I would say you have to arrive at that somehow in the best way that you can, the healthiest way possible, because letting other people's expectations run your dating life or any other piece of your life is not going to make you happy. And so mm-hmm. and everybody doesn't know what they want that will make them happy. And I think you have to you have to do that and be OK with what makes you happy, not making someone else happy. Yes. I know for sure that there are parts of monogamous relationships that I will embrace or reject that if I really talk to my parents about it they're gonna be like girl what but that's it's not their relationship they don't Mm -hmm. have to accept what I'm doing um so as long as you are okay and you can stand firmly on what it is that you believe is okay for you what you will accept and not accept I think that that is most important and that's healthy that you do that that you figure out What's what's best for you? And and of course, you can pull from those expect, expectations what you want. Like, if somebody has a, a suggestion for what you deserve and you think, yes, I absolutely deserve somebody that will listen to me when I talk or that will support me in my dreams and aspirations. Yes, I see that for me. Then, yes, you can mm-hmm. take that from them. You can hear that. But a lot of stuff can go in one ear and out the other if that's not what you have for your own life so I pray that for everybody I pray that everybody gets a time to be confident and to trust themselves and you're not gonna make the best decisions all the time but as long as you trust them in the moment and can say dang that was really not a great decision and you learn from that decision because you trusted yourself in that moment and not to say you shouldn't trust yourself anymore but you should say okay that wasn't something I should have trusted myself with or I trusted myself with that, but I shouldn't have trusted the other person for that. Like, whatever you learn from it. But yes, confidence and trust in yourself is what everybody deserves. So that's my lesson learned. That was beautiful. Thank you, Ruff. Okay, moving on to wrapping up the show. Um, 
that wraps up this episode of Save the Date podcast. As always, be sure to leave comments and let you, let us know what you thought about it. Um, this is a bi-weekly podcast, so not next week, but next next week. You can catch us here again. Um, Candace already told you to how to leave your stories and um, you, you can do that. That little, that little paper in front of you. No, I do, <laughs> but something keeps popping up on my screen because it's my computer is going crazy. Um, no, Tino is going crazy. <laughs> he's really not. He's just sitting staring at me crying because he's bad. Oh. <laughs> um, but you can have your stories or questions included on the show. You can email them to SaveTheDateSOS at gmail.com um, or you can DM th- them to us on our personal D- uh, Instagrams <laughs> or on the Save the Date podcast in Instagram. Why can't I talk? <laughs> um, and you can always follow us on Twitter for constant commentary. Our personal Twitter handles are Imani or whatever. And OK Candace. All right, guys. That's it. Thanks for listening. Bye, y'all. Goodbye. Tino, shut.